Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my uh, almost nightly, except for Friday, live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are wondering who this person is before you, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get their business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like getting your EIN number, uh, registering your business with the state, making sure you have appropriate contracts, um, hiring employees properly, brand protection, through trademarks, copyrights, and patents. I help you do all of that. Why am I qualified to help you do all of that? Um, I'm glad that you asked. I am a licensed attorney with a specialization in business formation. I have been uh, an attorney for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're gonna make it in business, there's just some things you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, now, uh, if you would like to get in contact with me and see how we can, you know, solidify the foundation of your business or get that dream business off the ground, you can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you'll be able to schedule a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you will also be able to schedule a one hour coaching session with me. Um, at that link, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. If you just kind of need a guide as to where to get started on your business or you don't even know where to get started, um, I have my business launch cheat sheet that is a completely free download. You can also find that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And I'm having a party on a Sunday. Uh, I am having a vision board party, <clears throat> virtual vision board. It's going to be on social media, uh, but I have some, uh, I wanted to get you guys involved. I have slots open for you guys to share your goals and accomplishments. Accomplishments from 2019, goals for 2020. We're going to be setting strategies in place to achieve those goals. We're going to be um, coming up with affirmations that we're going to recite to keep us on track. We're going to share our vision boards with each other. We are going to toast. We're going to have wine. We're going to have fancy glasses. So get on the list for the party. Um, it's going to be a good time. All right. Okay. So that is enough about me and my business. Let's talk about the show. The way the show works, if you're new, I pull stories from the news, celebrity stories, pop culture stories that I think are going to have lessons for us as business owners. And we, we talk about them. Not me, hi, good hair, good body. We talk about them. Okay, so this is a discussion. This is not just me talking at you. Good hair, good body. She's one of those people who's always commenting. I love her participation. Uh, is Busy Peach still in here? She's a, she's a big commenter too. They keep the conversation going. That's what I like. So I want participation from you guys, all right? So if we are ready to go, give me a ready over in Facebook and in Instagram, please. So I know we're ready to get started. Hi, tall grasses, tall grass estate planning. Um, so yes, if we are ready, give me some readies in the comments, all right? Because we have got some stories to cover today. Thank you for the ready, good hair, good body. All right, so thank you, Busy Peach. All right, they are enthusiastic. I love the exclamation points. Thank you. All right, so the first story we are covering today um, is actually a 
a follow-up to a very brief story I covered the other day. So, um, or a few weeks ago. So there is a baseball player named Shane Bieber, and he was always being confused for Justin Bieber. Not by face, but, you know, just because his name is Bieber. And he started wearing a shirt that said, not Justin, right? And to take it further, he wanted to trademark, thank you, good hair, good body for sharing. And to take it further, he wanted to trademark um, not Justin for his own athletic wear apparel. So that's, you know, taking a negative into a pos- positive. You're taking people could not recognize you because there is, you know, ostensibly a much more famous Bieber out there, but you're turning it around and making it your own. Great job. Okay. Here's the problem. There is a Texas based shoe company called Justin Boots and Justin Boots also makes athletic apparel and they are opposing Shane Bieber's trademark of not Justin because they're saying that it could get confused with their Justin hardware and boots shirts, right? They're basically saying that these shirts that Shane Bieber wants to come out with that say not Justin will be concerned, will be confused with this boot company's, you know, um, uh, shirts that they sell on their website. Now, here's the thing. I went to Justin Boots' website. It's all very kind of um, Western and cowboy looking. It doesn't look very athletic. The t-shirts, you know, t-shirts are t-shirts. But if Shane Bieber is coming out with an athletic wear line, what do you think is the possibility of the average consumer confusing a not Justin t-shirt with a Justin hardware and boots t-shirt? Busy Peach said, it's com- it's confused, but I could see them thinking it's a negative comment on them. Okay. 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 Well, the thing is, for me, when I'm thinking about it, Justin Boots, their primary product... Oh, met- oh it's not confusing. Oh, you said it's not confusing. It's not confusing, but I could see them thinking it's a negative comment on them. Um... Well, regardless, I don't know if they if they necessarily think it's a negative comment. Their argument is that it would cause confusion in the marketplace. But when I'm looking at their uh, boots, and I would guys go Google Justin Boots and look it up. It's all very kind of like very cowboy looking type stuff. Um, uh, good hair, good body. Said it's not negative. It's clarification. Right. Okay. So. Do you guys think that there is a likelihood of this these not Justin novelty shirts that a major league baseball player wants to come out with? Do you think that there is a likelihood of confusion between these shirts and the t-shirts of this cowboy boot company for lack of a better term? Um now there hasn't been any resolution in this case, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens, but Justin Boots as of right now is trying to oppose Shane Bieber's application. Busy Peach said no, she doesn't think that there is a likelihood of confusion. Um, good hair, good body said Justin Boots are riding the press to get name recognition. Ooh, very good. Mm, okay, they're like, you know what? We're just gonna toss our name in here just to get people talking about us. Oh, okay, I see your marketing tactics. Good hair, good body. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wait and see what happens between uh, Shane Bieber and Justin Boots over this not Justin 
uh, trademark. Um, Busy Peach said, oh, snap, could be true. That That is a very interesting argument. Good hair, good body. One of these days, you should go get your law degree, even if you don't want to be a lawyer. Um, high key, crafty quest. Um, good hair, good body said, the more you say the boot company name, the more free press. Yes, and I Googled them, right, on my computer, and now all in my Google inbox is Justin Boots um, ads. Um, okay, so... Uh, congratulations to Justin Boots uh, for, you know, getting your name out there. Um, next door we are talking about is an update on Meghan Markle and Harry. I'm not going to call him Prince Harry because Prince Harry said, I don't want to be a prince no more. Um, <laughs> but remember we talked about um, Prince and the, uh, Harry and Meghan Markle trademarking the name Sussex Royals. And initially... We uh, had found out that they had trademarked in six categories. Well, apparently there are a lot more categories that they have trademarked in. There have been more than 100 applications found for Sussex Royal and then the whole long name that I can't remember. Um, and there are they are estimating that the trademarks that the, that the Sussex Royals, Meghan and, and Harry, um, the trademarks could be worth somewhere close to um, 400 million pounds, which is about 521 million U.S. dollars. Hey, Trini Lover 30, I haven't seen you forever, babe. Um, yes. Uh, now, along with these 100 applications, there's also a lot of people out there trying to trademark Sussex Royals for their own benefits. They're trying to trademark it for beer and jewelry and things like that. Um, now some of the, now we know that, um, they had trademarked Sussex Royals for like clothing lines, um, and charitable groups and stationary things like that, but they have also, um, filed the trademark for emotional support groups. Um, <clears throat> good hair, good body said, I think Sussex Royal is going to be a clothing, furniture, and houseware brand. Ooh, I could see that Sussex Royal dresses and stuff. Um, and not all, and the thing is, the Sussex Royals, they are trying to secure these trademarks worldwide. They have filed trademark applications in Australia, the United States, Canada, and the EU. So they are out here trying to hold down the Sussex Royals, nail it down for themselves. Um, now, this goes right along the lines of them wanting to be financially independent. If they can put their name on all these things and make money with it, they won't have to rely on the crown giving them money. Um... Trini Lover said, I was going through it, but I am back now. Well, I am glad that you have come through the fire and are back here with us. You know, I wish you well. I, you know, I hope everything is resolved with what was keeping you away. We have missed you, my dear. Um, but yes, the Sussex Royals are locking down their trademarks because people are coming for them. Um, and I say good luck. Busy Peach said, I see lifestyle brand focusing on ways to improve mental health health, mental health, etc. They do have trademarks, like I said, for emotional support groups, a lot of charity work. So, um, we, we're going to see, I feel like we're going to see their hands in a little bit of everything. Um, so good luck to them. Um, I was on the, um, the Sussex Royals Instagram today and I was reading the comments from the last couple posts. They are awful to Megan, like awful. Oh, I would have ran away too. Um, good hair, good body said they are capitalizing on British culture. Smart move. They're putting the title to work. Yes, they are. Get your money, uh, Megan and Harry, because Archie needs 
his, you know, Power Rangers, whatever, Transformer, whatever Archie wants, he, he needs to get it. Um, okay. <laughs> so we are going to move on to our next case. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys about my virtual vision board party happening on Sunday. You can get your invitation by going to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. We're going to have wine. We're going to toast to accomplishments. We're going to goal set. It's going to be a fantastic time. And we're going to make vision boards, which is like one of my favorite things to do. I love vision boards. So go sign up for the vision board party. Um, also remember that, um, going forward for the next few weeks on Mondays, we are in the middle of our logos 101 video series. So be here on Mondays where you can talk to digital, um, digital marketing guru and founder of Seedbox Digital, Martine Mango. She's going to be here teaching us about the seven different types of logos and you know, how to choose a logo properly to represent your brand. Key Crafty Quest said, yeah, I'm glad he is protecting her and leaving that behind. Me too. Good for you, Harry. Put your wife's um, health, you know, before family duty. Like, mm-mm. He said, he said, y'all kill my mama. You're not killing my wife. Um, all right. So next story we are talking about. Is, is anybody here a fan of Guns and Roses? Is anybody in the audience a fan of Guns N' Roses or have you heard of Guns N' Roses? If you have, give me a G in the comments. Um, Guns N' Roses. Oh, good. Thank you, Logo. Good hair, good body. She said, Yo, your Logos 101 video series is great. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like it. I want to bring more of that content to you guys in the new year, these collaborations. Um, Keycraft Quest has heard of Guns N' Roses. Okay? All right. So... This may not necessarily be a rock-heavy crowd, but um, Guns N' Roses is a famous band. But uh, before Guns N' Roses, there was a group called the L.A. Guns. Um, and it was founded, uh, Good Hair, Good Body has heard of Guns N' Roses, but not a fan of Guns N' Roses. Okay, that's cool. I've heard of Guns N' Roses too. Hi, Sincere39. Sincere39, are you a fan of Guns N' Roses? Um, so... Guns N' Roses was initially a group called L.A. Guns. It was started by a guy named Tracy Guns in 1983. Uh, Now, this guy, Tracy Guns, combined with another group named Hollywood Rose to create the group Guns N' Roses. Since the 39 has heard of of Guns N' Roses, okay? So L.A. Guns was the predecessor to Guns N' Roses. So here's the thing. Guns N' Roses, you know, they're doing their thing. Tracy Guns gets into a fight with the uh, with one of the lead singers, uh, a guy named Axel. So he leaves Guns N' Roses and reforms the L.A. Guns. And he brings on a new drummer by the name of Steve Riley. Here's the problem. Um, Steve joined the band about four years after the band's creation, Okay. Then apparently he was fired for assaulting a band member. Um, No, this is not recent. This is like over the course of 20 years. Um, Axl Rose, thank you for that, Sincere39. So the LA Guns founder, Tracy Guns, got into a fight with Axl Rose, left Guns N' Roses, and reformed LA Guns with new people. One of those new people was a guy named Steve Riley. He was the drummer. So... Steve Riley, yeah, this is all like in the 90s and 2000s and things like that. So Steve Riley 
joins the band after about four years after it's created and he get he gets fired from the band because he assaults another band member so he and, and they also said that he embezzled about two hundred thousand dollars yeah he 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 embezzled a bunch of money oh my god so um i don't know if y'all watch the black china show but my sh- sister showed me a clip from the show, and I when I when I when I heard the when I saw the word embezzle, I immediately thought of Black China going embezzle, 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 embezzle. <laughs> if you don't watch it, it's not funny to you. But look up Google Black China embezzled. Okay. Anyway, so they said that because he got into a fight with another band member and he was stealing money, they fired him. So Steve Riley, Key is laughing at me. So Steve Riley says, you know what, bump y'all, I'm going to go out here and do my own thing. And he starts touring, but he is using the L.A. Guns name. Here's the problem. Tracy Guns never trademarked L.A. Guns. And basically, he has been bringing suit against Steve Riley, saying that L.A. Guns is so iconic and so famous that they they have common law trademark rights and Steve Riley needs to stop using their mark. Um, here now, Steve Riley filed a trademark application for LA Guns in 1995. Allegedly, he filed this application with Tracy Guns, but Tracy Guns denies that he ever gave Steve Riley permission to file this trademark. Right. So Steve Riley. The guy who did not start the group, he was a drummer who came on way later, Hi, I'm Cool Breeze, files a trademark for a group he was hired for and starts touring and selling merchandise under LA under the, the group name, LA Guns. Now, to Steve Riley's credit, he did do the legwork of legally trademarking this term. However, he was not the originator of the band name or even the originator of the band. It was Tracy Guns. And Tracy Guns, <coughs> um, Busy Peach said he's lucky they aren't like Little Walter. I never saw Cadillac Records, so I'm not sure what you're referring to. Um, but yes, so, oh, he, Busy Peach said he dealt with imposters swiftly. Well, Tracy Guns is taking his grievance with Steve Riley to the courts. He is filing for trademark infringement um, because he's saying that L.A. Guns is such an iconic band that they have a common law trademark. <coughs> um, they killed imposters. Oh, God. Okay. Um, and, and, and is fighting it. So my question to you guys, ladies and gentlemen, is who do you think should prevail in this case? Because it's really messy. Tracy Guns, yeah, you started this band, but you never bothered to trademark the name. And Steve Riley, you were not an originator of this band. You didn't come up with the name. You were literally someone who was hired to work with the band. Now, he says that he and Tracy Guns were supposed to, you know, had started a company together. But there's no, there's no bank accounts. There's no, there's no paperwork, nothing. Um... Good hair, good body said. That sounds like a similar situation as the band Climax. I'm going to have to look that up because I don't know what that's about. So who do you think has better standing in this case? The guy, Tracy Guns, who actually formed this band in 1983 but never bothered to trademark? Or this drummer, Steve Riley, who was hired to play in the band um, but and, and went through the trouble of legally trademarking? 
Busy Peach said, I think Steve is in the wrong. Keycraft Quest said, the Tracy guy should win. He started the band and the other guy came in. Very true. Very true. But remember that, or I'm not going to say remember, but do you think, because I asked you guys if you knew, if you knew who Guns N' Roses was, um, right? You may know Guns N' Roses, but I did not know LA Guns before this. And I'm sure there is a huge population of rock lovers. I'm sorry. I'm not one of them, but LA Guns, is their reputation big enough that this common law trademark claim should trump this legal trademark? Busy Peach said, but did Steve's trademark get approved? In yes, because he filed it in 1995. He has been touring and selling merch for like 20 years on his name. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Let me know what y'all think. Uh, since the other said, yeah, the Appetite for Destruction album was huge. Busy Peach said, okay. Yeah, so we're going to wait and see what happens between LA Guns and Steve Riley. Um, and I personally think that in terms of history, look, I'm not the biggest rock fan, but I know Guns N' Roses. And if Tracy Gunn was one of the originators of a band that originated Guns N' Roses, I feel, and you're still touring to this day, I feel like you've kind of got a leg up on the other person, you know, but that's just me. Um, that, that's not necessarily how the law sees it. Okay. Okay. Um, hi, SNNC 14. Um, Sincere 39 said, never knew that about Guns N' Roses. You learn something new every day, Sincere 39. All right. Next case we're talking about is another update. Ooh, I got to check the time, make sure we are on track. Okay. Next case we're talking about is another update. If, um, if you guys remember, or if you guys have heard of Tiffany's, give me a T in the comments. Um, while you do that, I'm going to give you a quick refresher. We had a case where, um, C Costco was being sued by Tiffany for selling, um, knockoff Tiffany rings or putting Tiffany in the description box. Um, oh, we're getting the explanation for Climax. Since the other night, um, Good Hire, Good Body said the lead guitarist broke from the band, formed a new band with the same name and started touring. The original band members sued her and them. Okay. All right. Um, I got T's. Busy Peach said jewelry. Yes, jewelry. Tiffany's. Okay. So Costco, we know you can go to Costco and get anything. Costco even sells jewelry. And Costco was selling rings and putting Tiffany in the description box. And Tiffany's, the jewelry company that we all know, the Tiffany Blue Box, they sued Costco. And they actually won. They got a $25.25 million um, uh, award um, from the court. Because the court said that Costco was willfully, you know, um, using Tiffany's trademark, um, you know, to sell their jewelry. But Costco, of course, being... A big company with money, they are not taking this lying down. Costco has fought back, okay? Costco's argument against Tiffany's trademark infringement suit is that, yes, we use the word Tiffany in our description, but we weren't using it to mean Tiffany the jewelry company. We were using it to mean Tiffany the jewelry setting. So there is a, there is an actual... um ring setting called the Tiffany setting, right? Here's the thing. That is also trademarked by Tiffany and Co. So 
now it's a very it's become common but it is still a registered trademark um snnc said they know they messed up costco come on son good hair good body said mega companies have stealth divisions that surveil everybody yeah they do so costco basically said we we weren't talking about tiffany's the company we were talking about tiffany the design little did they know the design is owned by tiffany <laughs> so um that is the argument that costco has put forth i'm not sure how um you know how they're going to come back from the fact that tiffany has this setting trademark so um what do you guys think is going to happen <laughs> Since C39 said, boom, Costco face is tight. <laughs> That's right. They came out and they're like, uh, your face is cracked. Um, but yeah. So I'm pretty sure that Tiffany's is going to come out on top. Busy Peach said, stick their foot in their mouth. That's right. You thought you had an argument and you lost. I don't know who's on the Costco legal team, but um, do better. Okay. We might be able to get through the rest of this. Um, Okay, so we're going to try. This next story that we are talking about is another, we have a lot of updates today, okay? (laughs) SNNC14 said Costco's going to lose big. Okay, they might tack some more more damages on there if Costco keeps fighting back. High lifestyle of Lola. Okay, so next story that we are talking about, again, is another update. It's like the update episode. I put a picture in my comments of a camouflage jacket Um, and I put the question on top, do you remember this case? So I'm going to, um, update you briefly. So it was a case where we, uh, Supreme was accused of, of stealing another company's design of a jacket. Hold on a second. We have a question. Good hair, good body said, so as long as they don't use Tiffany setting in the name, they Costco would be okay legally. Um, yeah, I was, it's because it's a trademark term. If you were just saying, you know, diamond ring, great clarity, general, but when you see the name Tiffany next to jewelry, that immediately conjures something in your mind. Tiffany knows that, and that's why they are so, like, they were able to wrangle an extra $2 million out of LVMH because of their trademark, because of the, the, the recognizability of their mark. Tiffany knows that people respond to the name Tiffany, and Costco knows that too, okay? All right, sorry, got on my high horse, um, <laughs> but moving on. So we all know that the streetwear brand um, Supreme, right? They were accused of trademark infringement. They use a camouflage print um, of this, uh, Keycraft said, yes, right, Tiffany jewelry is high class. So Supreme used the print of this other company called ASAT Outdoors for a camouflage jacket. And when if you look at the picture in my stories, the jackets look almost identical. I think Supreme may have inverted some colors, but in terms of styling, the colors are identical. Supreme does not deny that they used the design, but they are saying that the design is fair use. Now, if something is out there in the world and it's generic, you can use it um, because it's, it's out there. It doesn't necessarily belong to anyone, right? They're saying that the, that the, the print, the camouflage print is fair use because this company, ASAT Outdoors LLC, did not actually create the, um, the pattern they bought it, and they bought the rights to it from another company. Hi, Santrice Hinkle. 
So their argument is basically, well, you didn't create this yourself, so why can't we use it? But ASAT's argument is that it doesn't matter that we created it, we paid for the right to own it, right? You can't just take it. Just if someone has sold you the rights to something, you have those rights that they had. So just because ASAT Outdoors may have purchased the rights to this pattern from another company, that does not diminish their rights as the owners of the copyright. So Supreme is out here reaching, stop copying people and go back to sticking your your, your red little Supreme label on everything. (laughs) But what do you guys think about that? Do you think that someone should be able to claim copyright ownership if you haven't necessarily created the um the copyrighted item or but you just purchased it do you think that you should still be able to claim those copy those copyright rights snnc14 said 100 100 100 so you think they should be able to anybody else agree anybody else agree facebook y'all are so quiet today what happened we've been having good participation i thought we had something going facebook um so what do you guys think do you think that, so let's say someone, you know, creates a painting and I say, I want that painting and I want you to sell me the rights to that painting, meaning you don't own this painting anymore. You can't tell me what I can do with it. This is my painting, right? And I want you to sell me the rights and I pay for it. Should my rights be diminished in terms of copyright for that painting because I didn't paint it myself, even though I paid someone for the rights to own it and to own the rights to distribute it. What do you guys think? What do you think? Mm -mm. Okay, we're going to go a little bit over, but that's okay because I really want to talk about this um, story and it's the title. Um... So you're saying that if you haven't created it, you should not be able to claim um, copyrights? Key Crafty said no. Oh, that's interesting. I I was thinking totally, you, you paid, you own, unless, oh, you're saying no, you shouldn't lose. Okay. Uh, Busy Peach said you paid, you own, unless restricted in contract. SNNC14 said if you bought the rights to something, it's yours, you own it. Supreme's gonna lose this case and they're gonna have to come up with their own fish. Okay. All right, Lifestyle of Lola said, I bought it, it's mine. Give me my coins. <laughs> Good air, good bodies. I got it, great info. Then Disney can't trademark Hakuna Matata because it's Swahili, another people's language. It's like calling a car Tuareg the name of a people. No one sold them ownership. Mm, okay. And those also are, are things that are out, they're outside of our scope of knowledge. And I think that's why those things got by. Like, I didn't know what Hakuna Matata was prior to Disney. And I didn't know what a Touareg was prior to that car. So I think they also capitalize on, you know, their audience's ignorance of these things. Um, okay. But um, moving on, that was pretty straightforward. We are on to the title story of this broadcast, y'all. Fashion Nova is fighting back. They said, they said we're not taking this line down. I'm going to tell you what they're talking about. So we have talked about fast fashion and how high-end designers are suing a lot of these fast fashion brands like Fashion Nova, Zara, um, 
Forever 21, whoever else is out there left that's not bankrupt. Um, Keycraft Quest said, yeah, with that Lion King um, song, they didn't pay the creator for it either. It was a lawsuit about it. Oh, I have to look that up. Um, but going back to Fashion Nova, these fat, the, 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 the high, JJ, hi, Amazing Mimi Chula, Busy Peach said, can't, can't stand Fashion Nova. Whether or not you can stand Fashion Nova, Fashion Nova is here to stay. I actually asked you guys, um, if you guys shop at Fashion Nova, 33% responded yes, 67% responded no, and when I asked why people buy from Fashion Nova, um, the comments were pri the prices and the variety. It's a one-stop shop, okay? Well, apparently that's the same reason why Fashion Nova is being sued, particularly by Versace. Versace has launched a copyright and trademark infringement against um, Fashion Nova, I should say copyright infringement, because they're saying that Fashion Nova has willfully, high IPC8, has willfully been copying their designs. They had like, uh, they said they copied their JLo designs, things like that, right? Um, Keycraft said, I haven't, but they have cute clothes. Um, well, Fashion Nova is not taking this line down. They have come back with their own arguments against Versace, and I wanted you guys to hear some of their arguments and tell me what you think. Fashion Nova's first argument is that, um, first of all, Versace's designs are not that original and they're in the public domain. So they're basically saying the designs that Versace is claiming ownership of, they're not that special, they're not that unique, and, you know, they're, it's anybody could have come up with it. So that is their first argument. And they're saying that any copyrights that Versace has to any pattern, so remember, those gold link patterns, those faces, they're saying that any copyrights they have should be invalidated, right? That's one of their arguments. What do y'all think about that? Their next argument is that these designs that they came up with, they came up with on their own. Like, they were just kind of, you know, spitballing. It just so happened that we designed it, and it looked really close to Versace. It was just a matter of coincidence. <clears throat> um, Busy Peach said, but anyone didn't come up with it. Versace did. Mm, okay? And the third argument that they have is that their clothes don't look that similar. Okay? Busy Beach said argument two is bull. So the three arguments are Versace's arguments, uh, Versace's um, patterns are not that original and they're fair use and any copyright they have should be invalidated. Two, um, the, the Fashion Nova came up with these styles on their own. They didn't look at Versace at all. And three, the clothes that they designed don't look that close to Versace. Ladies and gentlemen, Go to the Fashion Nova website and type in Versace and go Google Versace patterns, okay? I understand that there is coincidence sometimes, but last night when we were in the Logos 101 series, uh, Martine said there are no coincidences in marketing because your brand is, is, is how you tell the world who you are. And people are very particular about that. Busy Peach said another case of Fashion Nova using controversy to use as a marketing ploy. Interesting. Pounds of dollars. Right. Because if people, like other person said earlier, 
SNNC said, I'm not studying either one of them. I just like the pics on Fashion Nova's page. But okay, go to Fashion Nova and just type in Versace in a search bar and, and, and go see what pops up. Fashion Nova is being really bold here. For you to say, first of all, one of the, the most iconic dresses that Versace has ever come out with is that J-Lo dress with the plunging neckline. Fashion Nova came out with their own knockoff version of that dress. Um, that is not a, 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 a non-unique dress. That is a very unique dress that has been called the J-Lo Versace dress. Good hair, good body said, argument one, two, and three. If the designs weren't special or unique, then they would not have copied them. Very true. Well, their, their thing, their, their argument is that they didn't copy them. They are saying that, you know, inspiration just hit them and it just so happens to be kind of similar. Um, Busy Peach said, yes, three, because it resurfaced this year. IPC8 said, that's clearly intentional. Shaking my head. Yeah, so um, Busy Peach said, J-Lo walked in, in it in this year's show. Yes, they had like an anniversary fashion show for that iconic dress. They had the, the pattern the pattern cloth and J-Lo was walking in it. Oh, she looked good. Um, Busy Peach said, so they are capitalizing on it. Yeah, so Fashion Nova is out here lying in people's faces. <laughs> but I, you look, you have to respect the audacity for them to say, you're, first of all, your designs weren't even that great. And second of all, we came up with this ourselves. And third, it doesn't even look that much like yours. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure that Fashion Nova is going to lose. <laughs> But, uh, you know, A for effort, um, Busy Peach said ping and telling them it's rain. Exactly. You just going to lie in my face like that. Um, SNNC said Fashion Nova strikes again. Great argument, IPC8 says. Yes. So we will wait and see if Fashion Nova's, you know, arguments are held up by the court. Oh, you... I said NC said trash and Nova. Okay. So we just, uh, I'm not going to knock anybody from buying from Fashion Nova. I just bought something from H&M today and it looked cute. Um, do what you got to do, boo. <laughs> All right. Um, and the last story that we are talking about, we're just going to do this real quick. Um, it is also an update. I asked you guys in the comments, if you have ever drunk CBD coffee, only 18% of you said yes. Um, 82% said no. And I'm sure if you have heard of the term CBD anytime in the past year or so, give me a C in the comments. It seems like CBD is everywhere. For those of you who don't know what CBD is, CBD is the non-psychoactive chemical in the hemp plant, in the cannabis plant. Um, it is... Um, recommended for easing, you know, anxiety and pains and things like that. Um, and it's been decriminalized. So people are putting it in everything. IPC eight has heard of CBD. Yes, they do make CBD coffee. Good hair. Good body said first time hearing about the coffee. Yeah. There's some places they'll put like a shot of CBD into your coffee. Here's the thing. There was a coffee. Um, there is a coffee shop in Portland, Oregon. Their name is coffee by design. And they got the trademark to, IPC8 said everywhere in Massachusetts, hey, that's my home state. Um, so Coffee by Design, they've been in business for quite some time. They had the trademark to Coffee by Design. 
And prior to the CBD craze, they had trademarked the letters CBD for their coffee business. Here's the problem. You got CBD companies popping up all over the place, including CBD coffee shops. So there was a CBD coffee shop in Utah named CBD Coffee of Utah, and they tried to trademark, High King Tax Services, they tried to trademark CBD Coffee. Now remember, Coffee by Design, they don't do CBD, but their their initials are CBD. So they've already got a trademark. So they sued CBD Coffee of Utah for attempted tr trademark infringement. <coughs> Good Hair, Good Body said that name is a slick word mark and trademark. It is, and it was prior to the CBD craze. Yeah, you do gotta call me. Um, so Coffee by Design sues CBD Coffee of Utah, and apparently they have come to a settlement. So there's there there's nothing for us to figure out. They have come to a settlement of themselves. Um, CBD Coffee is going to make uh, a settlement payment to Coffee by Design. They are not saying how much they are paying, and also in paying this amount to CB to Coffee by Design, they are not admitting to any liability. So they're basically giving them some money, and they're saying. Fine, take this money, but we're not taking we're not taking any blame for you know trademark infringement, um, okay? And they have to stop using CBD and rebrand. SNNC14 said CBD mixed with caffeine wouldn't they cancel each other out though? No, um, CBD is used for a variety of things. It's used to you know calm anxiety. It's used to alleviate pain. Um, it, it's got a myriad of uses that I've seen it for. So it's not necessarily to slow you down. It depends on what you're using it for. Um, yes. So Coffee by Design is getting money from CBD Coffee of Utah, but CBD Coffee of Utah is not admitting to any wrongdoing. Um, Busy Peach said, sounds like two small companies agreeing not to burn up money and court time. Yes, yes, because who wants to stay tied up in court, right? Coffee by Design could not have seen, foreseen that CBD was going to be this huge craze. Nobody could have, right? And and then you have CBD uh, coffee shops popping up all over the place. So this is just kind of, you know, a convergence of two things. So good luck to Coffee by Design and CBD Coffee of Utah. I hope, you know, they don't cross paths again legally. Keycraft Quest said, I don't think they did anything wrong. Um... On a moral level, they didn't. However, in the eyes of the law, if you're using someone else's trademark, you are wrong, whether or not you know you're wrong. It's like, it's like if I don't know it's illegal to steal, and I steal, I'm still guilty of stealing. Hi, Team Marie Consulting. Um, Busy Peach said they they're saying we aren't wrong, but here's some cash because your feelings got hurt. Yes, right. But yeah, the law doesn't care if you knew it was wrong or not. The law cares about whether you did the thing or not. Okay. Um, hi Zephyrina. How you doing, hon? Um, yes. So good luck to coffee by design. Good luck to CBD coffee of Utah. And the last thing I wanted to leave you guys with is a little tidbit in an article I found today. It said the trademark infringement is on the rise. Um, apparently eight out of 10 companies experienced trademark infringement in 2018, which is up 74% from 2017. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a 74% increase 
in trademark infringement in the marketplace. This is why I stress brand protection to you guys. This is why I tell you guys, do your research before you start using a name. Trademark infringement is on the rise on both ends. Sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's not. But it is up to you. If you want to be out here in these business streets, you have to do your due diligence. Do your trademark searches. Trademark your logos and your brand names. Make sure that you protect yourself, okay? I'm good. I'm good, honey. I'm excited about the vision board party. Can't wait to have you in there. Um, hi, I dream of Demi or Demi. Um, but yes, so those were the stories that I wanted to share with you today. Um, wanted to remind you the vision board party's happening on Sunday. Zephyrin is going to be there with me. We're going to have wine. We're going to toast to our accomplishments, share our vision boards. It's going to be a great time. Um, download the free business launch cheat sheet. If you haven't already, if you're trying to get that 2020 business started up, if you want to achieve it in 2020, the business launch cheat sheet is going to help you. Good hair, good body said great info. Learn much time well spent. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good hair, good body. I appreciate you so much in these broadcasts. Thank you for the love King tax services. Y'all taxes are here. King tax services. 18 is going to get y'all right. Go hit up King tax services. 18. She's got the 2020 workbook. Who's going to get your taxes all set up. She's got tips, all that. Okay. So don't forget, I'm going to be here tomorrow, 8 PM. Um, more stories. Oh, where can you download it from? Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. It is the only link in my bio on Instagram. And, uh, you can find it on my Facebook page as well. And my Twitter page. Um, but if you go to linktree, L I N K T R dot E E forward slash MPL consulting firm. That is where you will find all the places you can access me. All right. So that's what I'm leaving y'all with. Have a good night. Take care of yourselves. We will be back here tomorrow. Bye guys.